fight it. It's a strange sensation, but you'll get used to it. Great. In attendance, Horus, Isis, Tefnut, Osiris, and Hathor to hear the account of conscience. You've been banished once for nearly exposing us, Honshu. And you know we despise your garishness, your showy masks and weapons. But manipulate the sky again, and we will imprison you in stone. Spare me your self-righteous threats! I was banished for not abandoning humanity unlike the rest of you. We have not abandoned humanity. They abandoned us. We simply trust our avatars to carry out our purposes without calling undue attention to ourselves, not like some of us. Avatars are not enough. We need the might of gods. Return from the opulence of the overboard before you lose this realm. For the last time, Honshu, the avatars that remain here are simply meant to observe. We decided long ago we did not wish to meddle in the affairs of man. We will decide our best course of action. Speak your purpose. I call for judgment against Arthur Harrow. Hello there. Every single time I forget that I'm supposed to invite you that way. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't work for me. I, that's I don't know. The way, that's the way the anchor goes to the bottom of the ocean. Ooh. I tried. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, felt, it felt forced. I didn't hate it. That was our that was our first advertisement for Anchor. Oh man, <laughs> I, I that's not true. Legitimately think we might submit that. That's it's not bad, <laughs> honestly. Well, hello there, sir. How are you? Hello. Not not too bad. Been a been an eventful day. Eventful. Glad to be glad to be on this podcast that is uh, brought to you by catching people in lies. <laughs> that was a fantastic Uh-oh. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> uh just just watching uh certain uh, unopposed representatives from Georgia get just owned. Oh, uh, man. Like you're uh, you're not you're not smart enough to to, to be able to do this. I like, I have to tell you. I don't I don't recall. I don't recall. Um I know I don't think I know I don't know. I don't recall. Like what? Let's go to the video evidence, ma'am. Because oh, that was that was amazing. I do recall. I never, I never said that. Okay, perfect. Six, Thank you, Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my that, god, delicious. That makes, like oh, that happy. was that was almost better than dinner. <laughs> what did you have for dinner this evening? Um, we're having some chicken tea masala, I believe. Cool. My my wife has uh, pork mojo tacos waiting on me downstairs. Huh? So, for those of you that are listening to this, if you notice that we're going a little faster than normal, it's I have because pork- the smell of mojo is <laughs> wafting up the stairs. Yes, <laughs> just as your growling stomach says, "I'm making the sacrifice to right now to record." Unlike me, who is actually eating the rest of his dinner as we are recording. <laughs> So if you hear sounds of chewing, apologies, but I'm trying to chew quietly. That's what you're doing. It's chewing. Well, buddy, how was your week? Did you have a good one? Not too, not too bad. 
Yeah. I pretty think. pretty busy for not working still. Oh man. I'm Are I'm you... I go back next Tuesday and I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> real life's gotta start again. I'm like, how do I how do I do this where I just don't work? Oh, it would be great. Like, like what what do you have to what do you have to do? Like do you have to, you know, borrow enough money or steal enough money to be able to purchase your your favorite online you know talk platform um i don't know i don't know how you do it i mean i've heard tell that some people say only fans is the way to go um i'm willing to sell pictures of my feet i would I do that too work. i mean i mean we can go i'll go use boxers like i, I don't know how this works i i don't know if i have pretty feet but Will someone tell me for nineteen ninety five a shot? A month. <laughs> a month. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah, this is going to be really difficult account to cancel. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way to stop this. And that's where we start tonight. It's wow. just a random, random picture of a dude's feet. I don't think anyone wants to see that. I'm I'm pretty sure my wife doesn't want to see that. So didn't I didn't know this what... is where we were going to start. But I didn't either. I, I, I was I was trying to take us off on the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene saga, but you know that was short. Well, I get you know we're still on theme. It's things that are just ridiculous and stupid. Disgusting. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. I guess I'm I'm I have to be honest with you. I I think it's a total. I think it's a shot in the dark. I totally don't think she's going to be impeached. I think no. it's kind of a waste. Well. Of time. She was impeached. Well, just not in the not in the way everyone's like, oh my god, some politician got impeached. No, like in, impeached, like that's that's what it's called when you catch a, just like the just like those, the commenters, which I really love their account. Like, there's they have some really interesting stuff. They really do. We're talking about, of course, we didn't remember and we didn't write it down, but it's the couple um, <laughs> that does the TikToks where they do like. It's not biased. I mean, they legitimately don't take. They just go by what the law says. But I think they're like a husband and wife that are attorneys. I think. I think so. They're. I mean, that would make sense. Very good at what they do. Their TikToks make me very happy. Um, Like it's legitimately interesting to learn about the law, and I mean, they they do it in such a way that's fascinating. I agree. If I am very industrious, um, again, see previous comment about Moho Pork. Um, I will remember the name of the people who made this TikTok. I will write it down and I will put it in our show notes. Um, so if you're interested, um, we, will, we will potentially do our TikTok about their, their TikTok. Um, <laughs> which is really, really good stuff. Honestly, um, like it's... I, truly, just go check them out. Um, you know yeah, what? Those, those just, people who are doing things on TikTok that we can't tell you who or what they do. Well, I tell you what, we've invested too much of the show's time for me not to look in our links that we text back and forth to each other. Hmm. Um, That's fair. It will be. It will be in the show notes this week. That is my solemn commitment. Uh, I, I have to be completely honest with everybody. McLean and Ashley. (laughs) Thank you. On TikTok. Um, I almost completely spoiled myself to um, Doctor Strange 
and the Multiverse of Madness this week, thanks to a very inaccurately titled article on IO9, mm, mm. which I am... Again, very- special place in hell for those who put spoilers in headlines. I, I'm no, I mean it was that's the thing, is that there was not there was not a spoiler in the headline. It's buried in the text of the of the the article, which oh, good. doesn't say spoilers below. <laughs> uh, so I will not link it in this in And the- you said, fuck it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna read on anyway, because that seems it doesn't like- say it doesn't say spoilers below. You're supposed to tag your 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 post with spoilers if you're gonna put spoilers in there. Um, that is true. Now that is canon. In this particular case, the what's written in this article is not a spoiler. It's a it's a conjecture, um, a conjecture, but it could be yours, could be mine. It, it, uh, at this point, uh, sorry, I'm working on dad jokes. Conjecture, oh, nothing. Mm. Oh, they can't all be winners, and no. some of them lose you lose your followers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please, Internet gods, please don't, don't turn your turn it on <laughs> us. Uh, no, I mean, look, there's not going to be a lot of notes and there's not going to be a lot of um, news between now and next Thursday. Um, so for these next two episodes, guys, I am fairly locking myself down from the Internet. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will use it for work. I will use it for, you know, whatever whatever i'm forced to yeah i am not going to be going on the internet i'm not going to be going to any sites this is this is it for me as a (laughs) non-parent signing Um, signing off the internet (laughs) goodbye folks (laughs) i mean to be to be completely fair this is the last time i will be able to go to a movie before it's like Mm -hmm. the wiggles or um like i don't think the wiggles are gonna be cool then but either way so long and thanks for all the fish um this is it. Like, th- this is it. Um, and friend of the podcast, Sonny, uh, made a comment this week about uh, the fact that, you know, that is coming up exceedingly, exceedingly soon. Um, so if you have not gotten your Multiversal Madness tickets, what the fuck are you doing? Um, go get them. Definitely want to, you know, <laughs> want to join in on the, um, on the podcast. I will say this podcast is going to do is potentially going to do potentially that's the that's the hope yeah there will potentially the dream. be a live reaction show after uh multiverse of madness um we have to work out the details um there are lots of moving parts here but um i, I think potentially we're looking at a multiverse of madness podcast there um, is a there is a possibility yeah um and and not to mention uh in like 48 hours i'm gonna see you potentially uh that is that is uh, currently the plan as well yeah so this is gonna be the next 10 days are like super crazy packed um like we have had we it's have like a all- calvin and hobbs book oh really the days are just packed you know what there was nothing greater than like a calvin and hobbs like when you got a brand new like the the library oh, yeah. homicidal like- psycho jungle cat oh man Love that series. Such, that, such a good book. That and uh, Foxtrot. Do you remember Foxtrot? I do. I like uh, Foxtrot. Okay. I loved Foxtrot. I always you would with Jason. I would. I would. That wasn't uh, like detrimental or derogatory or anything. Just 
I do enjoy Foxtrot as well. Calvin and Hobbes is my jam though. Oh yeah. I remember you had the, the big book series. Um, I book- still do. It's actually behind me in this room. Good for you. Well, all of that is to say um, that the normal part of this show, which is usually us, um, you know, talking about reacting to news, um, it's going to be a little bit different. I think this week we might talk about, maybe talk about the fact that Twitter got bought by Elon Musk. Um, I, I don't know. Sure. I haven't really run that by the snark yet, but we'll see how he how he handles it. Sounds <laughs> like he's been for it. Um, but uh, this week's show and next week's show going to be pretty light on the news. Um, and then we will obviously, as soon yeah, as but produce- maybe light on the news, but not light on the standard 35 minutes of bullshit that comes <laughs> before we actually start talking about what we're here to talk about. <laughs> see, <laughs> that's why I wanted to get to this point, Snark, because. This week, if you were on the internet, or if you were hiding from the internet, like I was, um, you, you can help, run. You couldn't help but be made aware by the fact that uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter this week um, for like an absurd amount of money. Yeah, and <sighs> rather than I don't know solving world hunger, uh, I mean. Hey, I guess if you're going to have a midlife crisis, you might as well, you know, fuck over people who you could actually help. So there's that. I mean, you know, like it's his money. So, you know, whatever. Um, Is it? I I don't know. I I assumed it was his, you know, it was his money that he spent on. I don't know. Just conjecture. Um, (laughs) You know, I, I guess... I guess I'm a little, it, it seems like, okay, so he bought, <laughs> so you said I'm a little, and the first thing that went through my head is teapot, short and stout. <laughs> and it made me so happy. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. Back, back to you. Back to you, Rob. <laughs> so Elon Musk buys Twitter $44 billion, which equates to roughly $54 a share, which first of all, can we talk about the fact that Twitter only costs $54 a share? Does it or does it cost $54 a share for Elon Musk? That's the that's the question, right? That like mm-hmm. I, I guess I have a hard time with like I know rich I people follow- doing shady shit. I I follow the stock market fairly closely. Um I do a little trading on the stock market and I have never seen someone be able to come to a company and say I will pay you this much per share. Take it. Take it now. Take it now. Why have you not taken it? Take it now. Um, and- that was really my my main comment about, you know, what is what is even going on with this nonsense is the the fact that he has the ability to manipulate the markets as he does. Like it it's wild to me. I like he's he literally goes on Saturday Night Live and like tanks Doge. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Just by just by like, eh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I think he gets off on it, and that's part of, kind of what we're, I guess what we're seeing with with this is, oh hey, watch what I can do. I don't know if this is a fully thought out thought, but I'm gonna say it anyways because this is our podcast and I can do that. If you can't um, be, yeah, it, it feels to me like Elon Musk got pissy. 
based on the fact that, you know, Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter. And I mean, Elon Musk is a rich white guy. So like, I can take a guess about where his political, you know, leanings are, um, <laughs> which it isn't fair of me to say, and it's total conjecture on my part and whatever. I get it. Um, but he didn't like the fact that Twitter stood up to, to someone and basically said, in my opinion, he didn't like the fact that, that Twitter took a stance as a company against political speech or, or some kind of speech on their platform. It wasn't the fact that, you know, there was hate speech on there. It was just the fact that he didn't like that Twitter limited what could or could not be said about, you know, could or could not be said by some people on the app. Wait, you mean um, a, a private company was exercising its right to have policies as a private company and that's bad? And I guess you could make <laughs> the argument. I know you're right, but you can make the argument that he can turn around and buy that private company and then run yep. it the way wants to that he sure can right that is his right um i mean that's anybody's right i guess as a you know person in democracy but it does it feel like to you that like somewhat we have to somewhat we didn't realize how good we may have had it in like 2019 we were complaining about things before covid like i was thinking (laughs) about i was thinking about gas prices the other day and like don't get me wrong i understand why gas prices are are the way they are but thanks obama yeah exactly um (laughs) we had these things and like these rich the rich i guess the richer people of our society are basically the the, you know forces are combining to take away things that we enjoy oh you like free movement you like travel here's you know seven dollar gas deal with that can you afford to fill up your car now no um yes he should have voted republican we're gonna cr- we're gonna crash the stock market. So like, you can't if you retire. vote if you vote Republican, then you really wouldn't be able to afford anything. I don't, as know. evidenced by every historical trend. Yeah, like I saw John Oliver did a a bit on um his show on HBO the other night about Doctor Oz, um complaining about gas prices, and then he you know com- he. Like, Dr. Oz is doing TikToks in New Jersey, apparently, about how expensive, you know, gas prices are. Aww. And then on the same TikTok, showing off on his private boat as he's <laughs> wet, uh, jet skiing in Dubai. And I'm like... It, Man, that's, it, tough. Ever, that's a tough life. Does it ever make you wonder, like, if if rich people have not gotten together and just like, you know what? Fuck the poor people. Like, fuck everyone who doesn't have a billion dollars. We're going to become more rich. And I, at the... I think you've just described how the world works. Uh, (laughs) I don't we we got we got there, folks. Wait, how how many years have I been saying that on this podcast alone? uh, Insert clip of Bo Burnham's "That Is How the World Works." I don't like this. Yeah, change it, change it. Vote. Well, yeah, (laughs) we did. We did. yeah, sure, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a not a phenomenal alternative. No. What we got now anyway. So Yeah. yeah. I don't know where this week's show is going, guys. Honestly, I don't know what's going on here. At some um, point it will go to moon night. Of that we can be assured. Yeah. We don't know I, when, I, we don't know where, and we don't know how. But we will get there. You know what? And on that note <laughs> Welcome to Moon Welcome to House of Dirt. I, 
I think going to I think we're going to Moon Knight. Um, because yeah, otherwise I'm just because life's depressing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's like it's like seeing through the Matrix, and you're like, oh Jesus, I'm like this sucks. This all sucks. <laughs> it's it's all designed against us. It's designed uh, to designed to keep rich people rich and uh, have a subservient class. Kind hmm. of, kind of like we're back in the Middle Ages, we're, or say some sort of new or neo, you might say, technical feudalism. Hmm. <laughs> I introduced some family members to that to that term. Undo, undo all of this. I want it back. <laughs> the other way. I, I liked the other way, but yeah, it's been a hard. Would week. you say? Would you say you would want to make America great again? No. <laughs> no, I do not. No, I do not. America, it. I don't yeah. mean the slogan. I mean, like, actually. But then I guess I'll go back to when was it really like great? Was it the was it the segregation? Is that when America was great? Yeah, segregation. That's usually that's usually the time period that everyone's uh, everyone's referring to with the great again, uh, straight out of the I don't know fascist playbook. Um, <sighs> is the the time when. Women were kept barefoot, pregnant in the kitchen. All those, all those people who weren't white didn't have any any say or rights. And oh man, just ah, it was like watching it was like watching Mad Men, the real game. That's depressing. It is. That's a depressing show. It is. <laughs> well, you know what wasn't depressing, um, but I have to be honest with you. Maybe Wait, was there any more news I can sidetrack you on, or are we? No. Are, are we? We're pretty much wrapped up on the news because I haven't no. seen anything. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking in that I have truly embargoed myself from the internet. I, I'm going to be honest; it's not that I haven't really embargoed myself. It's just I've been so busy. Like guys, mm. I'm yeah, it's fair. Baby. I'm having a baby in like 13 days, and we've got a lot to do before he gets here. <laughs> and. It feels like every time I cross something off the list, four more things come on. Um, so that I, is yeah. that is how it works. You know, it, it's been a busy week, but you know, I did I did have time to watch Moon Knight. Um, I managed I to squeak it. it in literally right before we recorded. <laughs> did you really? I did. <laughs> I did. Bean was super super tired. Like we. We ran all day. It was great. Like That's awesome. ran in the yard, soccer, kicking stuff around. So my nightmare—I'm pretty sure my nightmare of raising a soccer player is coming to fruition. And she's just like naturally taking to it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> there is nothing worse, nothing than, than watching player. than watching youth youth soccer. <laughs> oh my god! Like just a little clump of like tiny humans yelling and screaming, following a ball around, like. Uh, oh man! So far, so far, she's. I mean, pretty good. It's kind of. A, it's actually kind of exciting. That's awesome. Uh, so she is exhausted. Gave her a bath, and she just like sat in my lap in her little like rainbow hoodie snuggy thing that uh, one of Kristen's friends got for, her and <laughs> just wrapped up in there and just zoned out. And I watched Moon Knight. <laughs> Man, I can't. I I am so excited to see Bean this weekend. I like. I I had missed her 
so much. And I am so, so excited about seeing her. Um, I was texting with your wife about something earlier and um, I just, it, it crossed my mind. I was like, holy shit, like, Bean's going to be here this weekend and it's going to be awful. <laughs> like, test all those baby gates. Uh, and test go. she will. Oh <laughs> my God. Kiddo knows how to open everything. Oh, like, man. She, um, she'll take her little, we have some little like, balance beams and balance stools and she'll take it over walk it to the front door and unlock the front door we had to put like dead bolts on the top like or the, the little slide bolts so she can't open the doors you know what's gonna be great and is in about three years <laughs> she's not even be, two like <laughs> she's gonna be just old enough to uh to corrupt jt and <laughs> all of the bad stuff that this is going to be exactly like what it was in high school for me growing up shortly <laughs> behind you um, learning all of the things that I shouldn't have learned. Um, so it's awesome. It's gonna, it's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> We're in trouble, man. A good bloodbath, but We're in still, trouble. bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's talk about Moon Knight. Um, Indeed, I do have a friendly proposition for you. All right. Lay it on me. Oh, that wasn't it. I messed it up. Mm, friendly type. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to throw in or throw it in, but I am very tired. Uh, I see aforementioned running. I got you. Well, the friendly type is what we're talking about today. It is, it's a good episode, um, and stuff happened. But did what was your initial impression of this episode? Did you like it? Did you yeah. not like it? I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not it's not phenomenal, but it's it's good. That's I, kind of I liked I, it. That's that's kind of where I came out as well. I really liked the Egyptian mythology that we got into. That was very cool. Yeah, we got um, into some more of that. I there are some parts of this that I don't think are connecting for me, um, or or landing or or having the impact that you know some other shows have had. Um, which, to be fair, when I say aren't landing, I'm still enjoying them. Um, just not maybe as much as Loki or. Or uh, you know, one. That is true. This is this yeah. is definitely not up to up to the Loki like standard. I think it gets there. I, I think it will get there. Um, I think we're ramping up. And the thing to remember is, every show has this little lull right before we hit that. You know, we ramp up to the finale. Like this is this is the exact midway point of this show. I think. I think we have six episodes of this. Yeah. Um. So we're exactly in the middle point, and, and I mean. Stuff did happen tonight. So so we're talking about the friendly type written by Bo not, not the friendly proposition. Correct. Just to be clear. Um Peter Cameron, Sabir Pirzada, and Bo are our writers. Mohammed Diab is our director. First aired April 13th, 2022. Um based on where we left last week's episode, like with the, the pyramids in the background. This felt to me like this was like the Indiana Jones uh, yeah. episode, right? Th- this felt very Indiana Jones, like down to the music to pull I a page out of your, your playbook. Thank like you. It, it yeah. felt like the, the music felt very Indiana Jones. I loved the music. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. I, I love that soundtrack. I would left my wedding to that. That was our exit song. <laughs> 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 was Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, this was really, this was really, 
it was cleverly done, and I feel like they hid a little bit of the mythology in this show behind the action. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, again, we're just going to kind of roll through this chron- chronologically, um, as opposed to reverse chronologically or, you know, just scattershot. Um, this is kind of what we do here. Um, <laughs> talk, but... talk about talk about shows in order. Exactly. <laughs> or at, exactly. at the very least, in storyline order. Exactly. I... I really like the Layla character out of everybody who was, who was introduced this week or everybody we got to really see screen time. I felt like Layla kind of stole the show. Um, yes. I feel like this was, I, I, I am a sucker for good exposition as dialogue, you know, where we have like conversation and we just casually sneak in like 50 years worth of history during one conversation <laughs> that feels not at all forced. This bit at the beginning where we get Layla kind of building her, uh, I guess it's her passport that she's working on. Yeah. Um, like you learn a lot about her, which is, it, it's kind of cool because right now she's, or as, I guess as of now, she's a like, locked box. Like you don't really know who, who she is other than she's Mark Spector's wife. Right. Um, and that's, that's it, which is a horrible way to refer to a, you know, a female. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun when you reverse it and you re- refer to like, oh yeah, like uh, Sofia Vergara's husband. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little, you get double takes if you do that. I've noticed. Um, you do, you do indeed. People, <laughs> people do look at you funny. <laughs> I, I felt like this was a clever way to start this show, and I do love a good cold open where we start off where it's like you're expecting one thing and you don't get that. Right, like you. I do know our audience is familiar with your love of cold cold opens. Yes, yes. Um, it it was, it was really well done. I thought that it was. You kind of got a sense of a little bit of who this Layla person is. You know what she's been through. Um, clearly, it almost felt like she's being set up for other things, perhaps down the line. Mm. Not necessarily Moon Knight, um, but. But a greater place in the universe, you yes. might say. Yeah, I think that's. I guess what I'm struggling with with this show is the. We get the mythological here and heavy doses this week, and we get I think a little bit more of the Avatar explanation. We get a lot of that this week, right? Like what they what they are, what they actually mean. So mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, he's his emissary. Yeah, the gods have the. The stakes aren't low. I mean, clearly we're talking sure about... Exactly, Siri. Siri does not understand. I'll say it again. Um, the stakes aren't low. Talking about wiping out half of the human race, right? Like, this guy is just the same as fucking Thanos, right? He's just doing it on half of, half of the planet as opposed to half of, you know... The universe. Existence. Um, right, and, this, and, and that one... I, I don't know. I, I can kind of see... Yeah, Thanos still he still thinks he's doing it from the right spot. Like he he's like, no, I have to do this to save humanity. Like this is or to save the universe. This is yeah. how you save the universe. There's not going to be enough food. There's going to be devastation. Like no one's going to be able to eat, and there's going to be mass suffering. So I'm going to skip that step, eliminate the mass suffering, and just take care of it because I have the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. And hit that like this is like. Oh well, they're going to be bad people. 
you might do something. You bad. might fine. You there, might be bad someday. I have to eliminate you. Right. Well, I think I think we're gonna get more. I think we could almost say that he is has good intentions, except for the very end scene of this week's show. Um, and I think that was a critical, critical point for them to. They do this thing with these morally gray characters where they have to declare them as, you know, good or as good or bad. Yeah, and at some point they declared him as bad, fairly, fairly. You know, in that uh, I would say succinctly um, or or defend- unequivocally. There you go, definitively. That's, yeah, that's, that's good too. Um, so. Let, let's dive into it, um, because the first major, major question I have for you here is, I think we are being introduced, and I don't, I, I think it totally makes sense, but I think we're being introduced to the idea that Mark and Steven may not be the only person. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even think it's a may. I think it's very clear. Like when you get the, wait, well, who was that? Yeah. Like that's, that's not, the, there, there's another there's another person in there, which I, again, I go back to, to Legion. Like that's one of those where it's like, Oh, there's this personality that nobody really knows about. It's just like, Oh, I think they're. Yeah. Are you there? Oh. Snark? Did I... uh, yeah. For a second. But, little, little yeah. internet brief there, but um, go ahead. But that, you know, he's, he's there and you kind of start learning more and more about this other personality. That's like brutal. And it's like a personality that's going around like killing other personalities kind of thing. Um, to, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to end up being like that same exact trope, but I think that would be super interesting if this like Egyptian God picked the dude with 7,000 people in his brain. And one of them, is like killing off the other personalities. I, oh God, what was it? Identity, I think, with John Cusack is another one that kind of did that. Um, spoiler alert for a movie from two thousand two, something like that, or ninety eight. It's somewhere in there. It would be fitting for Conchu though, because given that he chose Harrow as mm-hmm. an avatar, um, and with what Harrow tells us later on in the show, I mean, it's yeah. I liked the pain. Oh <laughs> like, man. That was that. The writing for that was was very creepy. Um, yes, but it is interesting to see that they they did the split like we don't know what's happening kind of almost thing with the disciples and Mark and Stephen and and whatever other personalities are there. Um, I I did. I, I called it out loud last night when I was watching this at eleven thirty. My wife was not pleased. Um, when these, you know, I can imagine our, our Mark has the guy hanging off the cliff or off the edge of the cliff. And he's like, just tell me what I need to know. And the guy looks at him and goes, you know, um, hail Amit. Oh, I was oh like, yeah. Oh. Sorry. In my head, I went Allah Akbar. <laughs> Sorry, when, different movie. <laughs> when Khonshu says, I, I literally thought he was going to talk like I did or I didn't see that going that way or something mm-hmm. like that. That. I thought was the first sign maybe that Kanchu is not a good guy. Like he's not a good God. I, 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 don't know. I think it goes back to the conversation from last week. Like the, 
the whole they're they're not omniscient like that they're not infallible and he's like uh whoops misplayed that one i don't think the the god really cares just no you, you get you get to the the same idea that you hear when something's been alive for millennia like the story with vampires where it's like they've been alive for hundreds and hundreds of years and you've seen everyone you you love die over you know every 60 to 80 years everyone you love and know dies and it's just replaced with a new set and after a certain number a certain amount of time it's like all right well this is this is going to happen like it's just it's a grain of sand that you don't care yeah you know, slips through slips through your fingers as you tighten your grasp there uh, yeah so I, I almost think it's like that he's like not that he's a bad guy he's just like uh well uh called that one wrong my bad whoops it, it i think your point is well founded given that you know, we see Khonshu, I think, multiple times make the wrong call in this episode. I mean, he makes the wrong call there. I think he he makes the absolute wrong call when he decides to call the fellow fellow gods um, to the temple, like for a trial of the gods. I, I loved the fact that they did this. I loved the fact that they expanded on the mythology of the Egyptian gods. I mean... I mean, we're both from Tampa, right? So, like, you've been to Bush Gardens. You've seen the... I have. I've ridden Montu an obscene number of times. Yes. But there's a lot of Egyptian, like, lore. And, and these names... You may not know who these people are, but, like, you know the name Osiris, right? Or Isis. Um, but you hear Horus and Tenafoot and Hathor. And, and you find out that, like, you're inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. Um, and that they can, like, call on people to bring them to them to judge... Yeah, while we were watching this, I was I was like, man, like what? I I really wonder what the pyramids actually were because they're not they're not just barrel plus. There's no way. And I've seen I've seen a lot of really cool theories that they're like ancient power plants or like power nexuses, which That's is cool. super interesting because they used to you know they had golden caps on the top. Like the the capstone was just a big piece of like conductive metal that. <laughs> hypothetically could channel electricity down into mm. reservoirs below and like there's so, like it's something like tesla was doing not to go back to our previous conversation elon musk tesla the actual <laughs> tesla the one that now you can't yeah now you can't actually say that name without everyone going oh yeah stupid electric cars is like no not that one the, no. the one that the government murdered um, yeah. and stole all his ideas and buried him um, yeah. To go down conspiracy alley because you know wouldn't want everyone having free power, like he literally figured out how to just pull power from the air, pull electricity from the air, and the government. The and they're like, nope, can't have that. We could sell this to people. <laughs> I, it's it's it is a a great wonder. I mean, I know I grew up in my history books, and I presume yours as well. You know that that they're written that like there were great uh, expeditions to the pyramids. Yeah, and, interesting that you say in my history books and yours as well. Interesting. Well, yes. yes. Since uh, you know, history should hypothetically be just Every, what happened, right? Everyone's history books. Weird. We live in an age where that doesn't work. <laughs> where well, I don't even think it's this age. It's all ages. But history is written by the victors. It just. 
I've always assumed that they are their mazes and there are traps and they're to hide grave robbers. And now the idea of I too have watched movies. Yes. But the idea of exploiting someone's burial ground to like it is intriguing. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like now that you say that I'm something in there. Like what if, you know, what if there's like the mystery the all the mysteries of life, like the secrets in there in a book. I'm not saying it was aliens, but aliens. The aliens guy <laughs> channel. Uh, Indeed. Like I, I'm pretty sure he's he talks about the pyramids. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely joining you down conspiracy corner in this moment. Um but it, it <laughs> welcome to our new segment. <laughs> conspiracy corner. I think we've laid them all out here um on the podcast. Uh no, I, I do I love the fact that they tie in the the mythology of the Egyptian gods and they, they imply that, you know, all of these gods are the same as Khonshu, um, which, which would make sense. Right. I mean, if Khonshu exists, then all these other gods should exist. And you get this really tone deaf at the time. It didn't make sense to me until we get a little context later in the show of like why this happens this way. Um, But this, the, the confrontation with, with Khonshu and Harrow makes absolutely no sense to me that these gods can't see through Harrow's bullshit. Like it's, it's obvious like Khonshu's a bad dude and he's troubled, but Harrow is equally bad and equally troubled. Um, and these gods just seem to like swallow it, you know, the hook, line and sinker. Until it's the we- same thing you see with the Eternals too, is they're like, we just yeah. observe, we don't do anything. We just observe. We've made that decision. If you have a concept of trial of the gods, one would assume that would imply that there could be punishment, right? It does. There is. Yeah. Turns out, turns out you get put into a little uh, knickknack that's going to be sold at a gift shop. Oh, man. That was weirdly, that was a weirdly, like, sad scene for me. It um, was. Knowing he's sacrificing himself to internal eternal imprisonment um but but yeah, anyway, the tell tell mark to rescue me it's we're getting way ahead of ourselves there but i mean it was <laughs> was i've always had a fascination with punishments like that i think there was a i talked about it a few weeks ago the wrath of the titans there's a scene where the titans are imprisoned by the greek gods under a mountain maybe mount olympus um that would make sense it would but anyways um, and kratos rescues them Oh, wait. And then murders them all? I think so. And then I, has a son? I think so. I, we're getting out of my, my realm of knowledge. It's when... a video game. It's God of War. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> I oh, have... man. But I had you going for a minute. You could have. You could have totally <laughs> had going. Like, um, yeah, I, sh- I should have left it and then listened for... I mean, this would be a slow burn of a you know prank. But you wait like seven years and you're like oh yeah so i was giving this lecture on greek mythology and <laughs> because for some reason in this hypothetical alternate future um you have given up your <laughs> given up your life as a person who does techie things for hospitals and has become a professor of greek mythology <laughs> i am not mostly no thank you uh, <laughs> that's that architecture is, sir that is not gonna happen uh no, I just, it, it rang hollow for me. And I really, it was really bothering me. 
until we see later that that Harrow has kind of stacked the deck against Conchu already. So it didn't matter, you know, what was going to happen, what Conchu. Yeah. Um, but but the things that that Harrow does say are true. He does not lie, um, and, and I think it is. It, it was it was mildly comical to watch, you know, Stephen slash Mark slash Conchu, you know, interact with the other gods, whereas everybody else seems so calm, and Conchu seems like he's fighting, fighting Mark um, to like let him speak and let him take over his body. Um, it's interesting. It, it's it's an interesting scene. Um, this this thought just popped up How, uh-huh. do you think that haro has already had to go through the trial of the scales i think so i think so if he's had to go through the trial of the scales and survived it does that mean he's right and that this is the this is good and this is what should happen because that, hypothetically that's i mean that's the the foolproof method right like it's yeah. It's heck yeah. This is this is how it's supposed to be, because, or, or is it go back to the fall, fallibility of these gods? Or that's that's where I was. And going. it's good. Yeah, it's good for his god. Yeah. yeah, for Ahmet. That's it's good in her books. That's what I think has happened. Um, is I think Harrow and Ahmet. I don't think there's any deception there has been honest with Harrow and given his experiences with Khonshu the honesty it didn't matter what she wanted to do he wants revenge against Khonshu for for I, I don't know because you have to presumably you make a deal I mean there's been mention of making a deal with these gods so yeah, they're, yeah. they're susceptible to the to corruption to get what they want because they still they still want stuff Yes, they have their individual gains. That's always interesting about pantheons, to me, is that there's all this like, oh, intrigue and political backbiting and everything. And it's like, man, the the stuff the the stuff we're we're doing now and that we complained about at the beginning has been going uh, like it's been going on for forever. forever. It's just how how it's been. Yeah, and like our our situation is not new. It's not which is. Which is wild to think about that the that this has just been happening and this is how how humans are and how humans interact with each other. It's kind of sad in a way. But it is. It is incredibly depressing. Kind of normal too, I guess, when you think about it. But so so we progress through this scene and, and our gods have decided that you know that Harold is innocent. Um and and the thing that I guess I took away from this scene was that, you know, we do get that interaction between the, the avatar of Hathor, um, who talks to Mark about um, the the doctor or the Medijay Sinfu. I've thrown a lot of names around here, but basically um, there's a friendly god to Khonshu who says, hey, there is a way to find the tomb of Ahmed without the god, basically. Um, so he, this, this, this doctor, um, ancient doctor recorded the location of Ahmed's tomb so that if anybody ever needed to find it, you know, it would just be in his sarcophagus. Um, and conveniently, oh, so conveniently his sarcophagus just so happens to be on the black market being sold by, you know, multiple people. 
right? It's, it works out really perfectly that he doesn't have to go dig it up out of the ground. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know a guy. Really? Like that's, that's a really niche dude. Yeah, like dealing in sarcophaguses. I don't know about you. Sarcophagi. I've seen enough. Sarcophagal. I mean, we want to be. We want to be gender. Sarcophag neutral. person. There you go. <laughs> neutral. I've seen enough. It's a terrible joke. I've seen enough mummy movies to know, like, don't fuck with dead bodies. Like, leave them where they are. Like, like those people really don't like to be moved out of their grave. <laughs> so, like, leave them the fuck alone. Um, like, I think that's a good rule with any dead body, just in in general. Yep. Anything, any weird relic, any anything like that. Like, I don't know, like a Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> anything. Just leave it. Just leave it. Leave it in the ground. Don't. It's like all these fun news stories where, like, this. Oh God, what was it? It's like some egg in. Yeah. Yeah, that traps the devil. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Is now open, and you're like, why? Why? Like, this is this is the entire reason that the the franchise of Alien exists is because some assholes couldn't stop poking shit on another planet, like. Oh, I wonder what this does. <laughs> Face hug. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe don't do that. And then when you see your buddy, like, you're like, oh, hey, there was a story where this guy looked over this egg thing and it shot up and ate him. And like, yeah, I think we should do that again. No. What? 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 Alone. Like, that's that's the whole that's the whole point of like our our survival at this point is like cavemen went, oh, hey, if you try and pet that giant cat with the fangs. You're going to die. Like, Henry didn't make it back. And you go, oh, well, we should probably stay away from the giant cat with the fangs. And some people... It's going to kill me. Or those berries. We're not going to do Fred ate those berries. Fred is no longer breathing. So probably don't eat those berries. (laughs) Darwin, man. It it is exactly Darwin. And they're like, no, ancient sarcophagus? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. Just pop that pop that bad boy open and see what happens. It's you just... know what happens? We all died in 2012. That's what happens. And now we're living out our night. <laughs> it just it. We're in a different timeline now. <laughs> this whole this whole bit is very convenient. The fact that we just so happen to know a guy who has the sarcophagus, and Layla just so happens to have a history with this guy, and like, uh, yeah. Whatever. I mean, you have to tell a story. You have to tell. Um, Words were sad. I'm just complaining for complaining's sake. Um, But I did love the one thing that I really did love. I mean, this is this introduces Layla into the story at this point. Um, And I, I did like the fact I thought it was very clever that when he was approaching people on the black market that she was like, that's the right guy. You're just the wrong color. Like, you, <laughs> you can't do that. That was very smart, and I thought that out of everything stood out to me as like, yeah, some random white guy just showing up in Egypt and being like, I want to find out about the black market. Probably not going to go over that well, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't deal with the black market, but I don't feel like you can just, like, walk into it and be like, hello, like, I I want to find out about (laughs) you. Like, you have to have connections. You have to know people. Which Um, is awkward since Oscar Isaac's not a white guy. Is he not white? No, well, I mean, I, we're, we're all we're all just people. He is a Cuban, Guatemalan, and Spanish, with a little bit of French and maybe some Jewish in my, heritage. 
in my dis- defense, he well, that's is gonna, playing a white guy. He is. I feel like he's playing a white guy, but you know what? That's my that's my bias putting on on Oscar. So you know what? It is what it is. Um, let's say some random guy coming into the the um, the black market where Layla has connections there. She knows people, as established at the beginning of the show. Like this is her home, right? So like she knows people. Um, it makes more sense for her to be the one to like find out where uh, the sarcophagus is. Um, I think Mark Spector is Jewish. Is he? Okay. Indeed. And that's one of the, I think we talked about this. That's one of the complaints about the, the show is that they kind of get rid of that. Yeah. I don't know that I have seen a reference to that unless I missed it in the show so far. Um, and apparently that's like his, his thing in the, the comics. I, I don't know, but that was one of the largest complaints I saw was that his kind of ethnicity was erased. Hmm. Okay. No, I can see it. I mean, I would, I know that, you know, I feel a certain kind of way about, you know, the comics that I read. Um, mm-hmm. And I want things to be as true to form as they can. But, you know, I, I feel like this is kind of, if that is a thing, which you're telling me it is, so I believe you. But like, I mean, Sam taking the, taking the, the shield was kind of a thing when he took it from Steve. Um and, and that caused a lot of people to get, you know, pissy. Up in their, up in their um, little uh, sassy britches. Yeah, because it wasn't handed off to Bucky, who was another white guy. Um, so, you know. Anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but we digress. We do. We do. I think that was a digression in universe, which is not normal for us. So. I know. It's usually just random. Go us. Uh, <laughs> it's usually my ADD brain goes, ping. <laughs> so... Okay, I gotta ask you, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but what do you feel about this whole, like, we're having like a medieval barbecue in our backyard in the middle of the night scene? Like, I I don't know. This this episode feels like Indiana Jones. Like, it's an over-the-top archaeological adventure story. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, this, this this makes just as much sense as having a random dude steal a bunch of kids from a village and start pulling people's hearts out in a you know, lava filled tomb. Like, sure. sure. Like this seems, this seems probably closer to reality. Some, some rich asshole brings a bunch of other people in to go play games with him. Like, yeah, this seems, this seems totally right. Like (laughs) this seems much more, like much more grounded in reality than, than the dude pulling people's hearts out. Fair. All right. Well, I, I, like you, I, you think about you think about the c- celebrities who are like, oh yeah, we're just gonna buy Manchester United for the afternoon so they'll play soccer with my kid, but, you know stuff like stuff like that that happens, or like rich Saudi oil, you know, people that are just like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna purchase this entire fleet of you know to, we're gonna purchase all of the f1 cars so we can go race around with each other for an afternoon then you can have them back just like stupid stuff like that and like why would why not like yeah let's let's do this stick game or whatever it is yeah whatever I, they're whatever they're playing the i guess the human version of the you know bullfighting yeah i i didn't really i mean it's just me i, I didn't get much out of this scene but i did love I absolutely loved the interactions between Steven and Mark um, when yeah. they're 
it, it's it's this interplay about you know like Mark doesn't want to give the body back over to Stephen. Stephen desperately wants out, and like it seemed like at one point he took it back. Yes, which is interesting, as they keep talking about like you have to let it happen. Mm-hmm. And they both know each other exists. Like that was the whole thing before was that Mark was just, or you know, just suddenly not in not in control. It wasn't like, you know, Steve took the body back. Really, like he just w- was like, no, I, I'm aware of what's going on now, and I don't want to. But they both know of each other at this point, and it seems like he took it back. I I noticed that as well, and I think that maybe after the idea that there are other personalities floating around there, I need them to explain exactly how that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do it. And I think that if they don't, it leaves that giant what if question, um, which is fine. But I, I, that's the question I want to know is how is the, how is the like personality in charge? Basically. I don't, I don't know how to, if I'm saying that right, but like, how did, how did they it's the dominant, the current dominant personality? No. That's that's a good way to say it, um, man. I don't know. I, this this bit was interesting. I, I know that they have established that, like, you know, the suit has healing powers, um, and you know, when he summons the suit, like, he can basically take a shit ton of damage. It was really cool to see him use the the the, I guess, this cloak as like a shield where he just absorbs all those bullets. Yeah. And then turned around and used it like a gun when he flung it back out. <laughs> that was very cool. Very Doctor Strange. And his. I love the 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 actual like crescent, and just like they seem to be pretty unlimited. And it's just you just keep grabbing them and flinging them at people. Did you notice that Layla was wearing around her neck? I like, did. Her jewelry also was a crescent. I did, uh, and that was interesting considering the couple previous episodes that they've. <laughs> And talked about like, hey, guess who's next? Uh, mm-hmm. And also, badass when she's like, okay, and then stabs the dude in the neck with two crescents. That was cool. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that was really cool. Like, I liked that a lot, and I like, I like the fact that she doesn't need saving, right? Like, she's written in this story, and you kind of can assume that maybe, like, you know, he has to help her at points, but she stands up for herself. Like, she thought yeah. that. I mean, she. Well, she doesn't have, yeah, she didn't have the power of the, the suit. Of the suit. Um, speaking of the suit, when the personality shifted and the shoot the suit <laughs> back and forth, that was awesome. I I loved that. <laughs> that hey guys, really- let's just talk. Call a timeout. Um, <sighs> that was really great. Um, <sighs> I guess that was more at the beginning, but that was great. No, I, I think it was it was worth calling out here because I love I love the fact that they give us those like visual cues of like, hey, the personality has changed. Um, you know, now it's now it's a different person because we're going to change the suit and they're sticking with the suit that when Steven calls it, it looks totally different than when Mark calls it. Yeah. And it makes me wonder. Is it makes there... me think of the mask again, like yeah. where mm-hmm. it's. The, the, I forget who the bad guy is in the movie when he gets it like his he looks totally different. Yes. Then, like, Jim Carrey's slapstick, like, somebody stop me. Mm-hmm. Man, you're going to make me want to watch The Mask now. I'm going to have to see if that's on Amazon. In one I don't think anyone's going to make me, anything's going to make me want to watch The Mask. I love it. <laughs> that was great. I want that to stay 
perfect in my memory because I know if I watch it again, it would be like, this is Terrible. garbage. Yeah. Like, that, that needs to stay in like the nostalgia. Oh my God, that was so good. You know what? Sometimes those things hold up though. Sometimes you, it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. I'm going to um, say there is a 86.3% chance it does not hold up. I'm going to go 86.3. I don't want to do the math and I don't want to do the, the research. So I'm going to agree with you. Um, but <laughs> and just say, I'm going to watch it. And I, next week it will be like, Oh yeah, no, it was hot garbage. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not going to watch it. Um, no, I agree with you. It, better it, things to do. You know, like it's weird how you associate, like you said that. And, and I just got the weirdest sense of nostalgia. Like mm-hmm. I, I can vividly remember my parents renting the mask on a Friday night and we got like Pizza Hut pizza and like Coke. And like, that- and you got your personal pan from Book It. Yes, and yes. you had to go and find the find the actual cover and hope there was something behind the cover on the oh. video store shelves. Yeah, man. Uh, oh man, that, that kids today will never know loss like they like like we knew walking into a video store and moving the, and nothing nothing being there you seeing the movie poster for you know hundreds of boxes or vhs or dvd boxes just lined up there and then checking each one slowly as your hopes dwindle <laughs> they used to have hundreds of those things on the fucking walls yeah Especially... i know i worked at a video store i just stock that shit oh man a pain in the oh. ass it would have been really, really easy if somebody walked in, handed me their credit card, I swiped it, and I push a button, and then they could walk out and watch it at their own damn house. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I love I, You know what? I, I, I know that Netflix is great, Disney Plus is great, but there are some things that I genuinely do miss. And I think, I think the longer I go without a video rental store... I think Be Kind Rewind is definitely one of the things I... <laughs> oh my god at the beginning of every movie be kind rewind oh that's great i loved it man mm. that was a weird that was a weird rabbit hole to go down but like you you were talking about we i kept thinking like that was like a family movie that we watched and my parents instantly were like this is not a family movie we it is not, not a family movie <laughs> not have let our son watch this um, <laughs> we we accidentally watched batman returns that same way also not a kid's movie we rented beethoven but someone had put Batman Returns in the Beethoven <laughs> sleeve. Nobody noticed it. And we just pop it in like we're getting ready to have our nice night. And fucking Batman Returns starts. And that starts dark. <laughs> yep. It <laughs> Oh, man. Like, um, is this? I don't think this is Beethoven 2. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Beethoven. <laughs> man, I, I think... Anyway, there was a firefight. <laughs> no, look, it's indicative. We do this when the show kind of loses you a little bit. I feel like this is the this is the ADD moment of the show. It's like it was it was a cool firefight, but also, I mean, yeah, I, I, it, it, yeah, it was it was entertaining. Know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing the, how the suit you know takes care of Mark. Um, and, and Steven, I enjoyed the fact that like he can apparently be impaled multiple times and, like, <laughs> with matter. like with like flagpoles. <laughs> like <laughs> these, these dudes are hitting them with like, like giant poles. It's like telephone poles going through them. And you're like, 
I'm fine. This only kind of hurts. It's cool. It sets us up. I mean, so the whole the whole reason for going to the sarcophagus was to find out the tomb of Ahmed. We do get bits and pieces of of the, I guess, the map because what preceded the firefight. Mark gets bits and pieces of the yeah, map. You're right. You're right. But Harrow Harrow basically proves to you know the guy who's selling the the sarcophagus like, hey, I have more power than you do. Like, yeah, if prevent them from getting it, and he blows up the sarcophagus. Um, which kind of shreds the map, destroys the map somewhat. Um, I, I think that was the that was the idea. Yeah, I agree. I think it was all about denying. They, Mark, Harrow knows where the tomb is. Um, he's trying to prevent Konshu and Mark from getting there, and you and know this the, is the only other way that they could. And he's like, "Cool, I got this." Like, I solved solve that problem. Yeah. But, but the, yeah, Mark doesn't have the, the map. Like, no. Steven. He needs, yeah, he needs Steven. And I, I thought that was a cool scene when yeah. Layla's like, you need, you need his help. You need to let him out. Like, give him control because that's the only way we're doing this. I liked the fact that he, he gave in when he, you know, he talks to Steven. He's like, all right, you're in. Yeah. Like that, fine. that to me felt like that felt like an important moment. Um, you know, with the fact that like he is acknowledging. I do need you. You need, you know, we got, we got to work together on this. Um, but I, I think I, this, the next scene is the coolest of the, like this show, not this show, this, this, uh, this episode, at least like the rewinding of the stars is just so cool. It's, and he knows uh, he's already, we've already got, gotten it established that, Hey, you screw with the sky again. You're, mm-hmm. you're going in the box. Like, it puts the lotion on the on, like in the basket, like you're going. Mm-hmm. Like, can they hear us? We think, <laughs> which was interesting too. But like that, just the it's it's almost like Interstellar. Like that was part of what mm-hmm. made that movie so cool is the the like the cosmic people. part of it. Um, it is it is gorgeous, and, and it is it it is absolutely gorgeous to see the way that like he rewinds the sky and makes yeah. it, you know, takes us back what 2000 years. It also feels wildly unnecessary with math, <laughs> but I, I mean, that's, that's, it was a cool scene. That was the only thing I was like, she's got this tablet that she could scan the sky and in alarming detail, find exactly where everything is. And it shows like, and it highlights everything, but you, you can't, the do the math on that computer like mm. you know what the drift rate is you, what like this is a constant all you all you gotta do is the, the math like that's I it that, i did think that was a little coincidental because i felt like surely someone has already done this on the internet right i'm pretty sure they have i don't know how many years it goes back but i know you can go to a historical record of the stars i whatever i mean it gave us this really cool scene um and 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 i i wondered and i don't know if i'm drawing too many conclusions here between things but let me just pose this i'm like i i got that as a as an as an anniversary gift i had a constellation map of what the sky looked like from the middle of the tree that we got married at in 2011 
So I'm like, That's... I know it exists. I just don't know how far back it goes. Like, if you can go 2,000 years, I'm pretty sure you can. And why? Because math. Um, <laughs> Your wife yeah. is a really thoughtful gift giver. That's a that's a really beautiful gift to give somebody. Honestly. Thank you. That was my gift to her. So I appreciate that. Oh, well, you're a good gift giver. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, it's definitely not uh, laundry pedestals, though. I got to be honest no. with you. It's not laundry pedestals. That's true. And it's not dishware. Wait, uh, is that for the aluminum anniversary? <laughs> that is for... <laughs> Actually, I'm not getting that for her. For um, for her, that's not her push present anymore. No. Um, that is, we have we have come up with something better that she you, wants. Is it one of those boards that you can fold clothes quickly on for her? <laughs> no. Okay. No. no other chore related things that I'm not give her. Great for asshole. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a. She wants a kitchen island. Like there's this huh? new kitchen island um, that we're gonna put in our kitchen. And we're going to put it together next week, I think, when it gets here. So I'm, I'm and really. And when you're excited. rich, you can vacation there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Um, so here's here's my question. My last question for you this for this week. Um, 42. All right. Good answer. That's um, standard. So we know from Loki, right? We we know if if you remember back to Loki, at the moment where Loki and Sophie break the break the cycle basically and allow the universes to cross over and, and interact with each other we see in that moment that like all of these possibilities are created and we really haven't talked about that at all because it hasn't been brought up in this show or, or any marvel property since that point um that hey you know like the our universes are starting to interact with each other there's a chance of interstellar war inner universe war like we we obviously know multiverse of madness is going to be happening next week. So, is it is it in this moment where you know Konshu is able to do this and basically rewind time? Is it remotely possible that this is all happening at the same time as what Loki and Sophie are going through when they're dealing with you know their their trials and tribulations? Am I grasping at straws here? Well, I think that's a I think it's an interesting theory. I think we're pretty much following like the kind of the like was it earth 616 something like, like where it's yes. it's the same one that we're following and you see all those other options in like um into the spider-verse and <clears throat> and you see it in dr strange and you see all these all these other possible in loki you see all the other possibilities but we're still following like earth 616 mm. and we'll see what happens because i'm i mean i know that it would be pretty cool if they start setting up like infinity wars like where you have to like pull it back down to just the one single timeline because it's gotten too crazy and too much stuff is is going on and the monopoly man no longer has a monocle and the berenstein fruit, Baron. of, the, fruit of the loom doesn't have a cornucopia behind the logo yeah. i want to go back to like my i like my bedroom when i was little and just like open the drawer and be like damn cornucopia on here like <laughs> I, I know it's there i did this the other night with the berenstein bears and the berenstein bears um i asked my mother i said please tell me you have some of my berenstein bears books for for jt and she's like oh no we we donated all those after you know your brother aged out i to <laughs> christ this is a conspiracy i know they were the berenstein bears everyone called them the berenstein bears they were not the berenstein bears that makes no sense. No one would call them that. 
That's stupid. Unless that was their name. No, they were the Berenstein Bears. I know that for a fact. So I would argue other people would say, hey, only a moron would call them the Berenstein Bears. But there was a genie movie with Sinbad. <laughs> I would die on this fucking hill. Heel. I will die on this hill, too. That they Both were- of those things. Yes, they were the Berenstein Bears. That's what I remember, too. So I also so, remember Smokey the Bear, not Smokey Bear. So. I remember Smokey the Bear. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, to, to wrap up this week's episode, <laughs> I think you can tell we've lost. this episode of But We Digress. There's um, a thread here somewhere. We'll get back to the golden timeline. Don't worry. Who is maybe imprisoned? Um, in I know I I for now he's in prison. I mean, it's it's certainly implied very heavily that he is imprisoned in that uh inside the tomb inside the the figurine um, yeah which is that is a brutal punishment like that is absolutely i know it's a really tiny space oh man fifty thousand years in a lamp gives you such a crick in the neck there is so much of that in our childhood that's the whole genesis of power rangers as you lock the bad guy away in a you know a giant rock yeah you put you, the- put, it, you put him in a little little square and mm-hmm. shoot him off into the universe. Exactly. That's how, that's how you keep Zod at bay. That's, that's that was for Sonny. He will appreciate that. Thank you. Um, no, I mean it's just it's that's a very very brutal punishment. Um, and I, it almost makes me think in that moment that Konshu does what he knows he's doing. He knows he's sacrificing himself, and that yeah. that. If you were worried, if I were, if you were worried like I was that maybe we were watching a villain side, um, I think in that moment the the fact that he willingly sacrifices himself tells us a little bit more about you know who he is as a character, um, and I think that gives me hope that we are actually watching the good guy and not the bad guy here. Um, which the first Marvel show that does that, like if they let us go down, you remember the you remember the twist at the end of the Good Place, right? Like at the end of the first oh, God. Yeah. Of the good place. At, this is the bad place. <laughs> at some point, a Marvel show is going to do that, and it's going to be wicked when they do that. Um, and it's going to have to be with a new character because there's so much canon written already for it. So, like, I mean, you already know that Moon Knight is one of the is a hero. Yes. So it's like, okay, well then, by proxy, we know that we're watching the side of good. Even though I'd argue there's probably a significant amount of people in our government that are like, Haro's got some real good ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, who's this, uh, who's this uh, fella trying to stop him? Where do we to, need trying to, to stop this guy from, from getting this crime off the streets? Sorry, I slipped into an accent. Interesting accent you took there. <laughs> is, it, um, is it interesting? I, I mean, look, we both live in, live in that part of the country. So. <laughs> right. I feel like we know that guy. Like I deal oh. with that guy. Oh, I know that guy. We rented an apartment from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, well blood up the ankles. Jesus. Ugh. I think it sets up I mean, clearly, you know, clearly we are headed towards a rapid resolution here. We got three episodes left. Stuff's gonna stuff's gonna pick up here. We know things will occur. Things will occur. Uh, and the thing is, is like these things have already occurred. Like we're we're two episodes behind at this point. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna like, have to watch like Legion and the Mummy again just to get up to speed on where this is going. Because <laughs> I, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion this is like a six hour version of the Mummy. 
you're going to have like the same story beats only this one has you know multiple personality in it like our dissociative identity disorder um so you've got that in here instead of whatever brennan fraser was portraying but you still you end up with like the big fight again like they're not gonna they're not gonna stop them before we see uh i'm at what's the name going to be risen from the grave yeah and then they're gonna have to defeat him yes like that, I, that's just how it's going to be and i i really think this is this is going to end with the passing of the torch to the new the new owner of the suit because we we know it's not going to be oscar isaac um, i think the question becomes i i think we see you know i think we've seen this certainly we, we've we've seen enough to know that like I think we know who the next Moon Knight will be. I mean, that that is, you know, it's going to be Layla um, at this point. But I don't think, I, I think we're going to see Khonshu. I, I don't think he's going to be the same Khonshu that we know. After Bless the- you. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> My wife made that joke earlier. <laughs> Something about Khonshu, she just looked at me and said, Bless you. <laughs> I, I do think that if the suit is passed, I don't think this like sense of debt gets passed with the suit, you know, like this, like I made you, I can yeah. take about bullshit. Like, I think it'll be uh, symbiotic. Mark has to save Khonshu at this point. There's your, there's the the pivot point right there. Yeah, the debt is the debt is paid. Now we're working. Now we're equals. We're working together. Together. Uh, and now I'll let the pat. I, I Which think... is why I think it might maybe it doesn't pass the Layla. Maybe she goes somewhere else maybe it's somebody else that we we end up getting but i still think it's uh, we're gonna see the the torch the torch passed even if they don't put a name or a body or face on it like it'll it'll be like mark dying and like closing his eyes and going oh i can be at peace now or him and layla going off into the into the sunset i think that i think it'd be uh, you've seen the. I mean, I guess we're we're pretty much at the end of the end of the show. But the so the credits seem like they might hold some. Have you noticed that? The, about... So you've got the the split yeah. faces. Yeah. So like, what if they split into all of the different versions, and all the different versions become reality? So that way he's not he's not broken, as they keep they keep saying. Like, there's something wrong with me. Like, all of them kind of manifest into the world in their own in their own way and you, you see those yeah. those people uh, you see steven gets to go live his life um, without you know t- chaining himself to the bed or you you've got mark able to go be with layla mm-hmm. i think that would be that would be very interesting i do think we're we're going to find out what this other personality is in short order i would I'd venture to say probably the end of next episode, if not episode five. I think that's where we're gonna find out who this uh, this extra personality is, and yeah. that is probably gonna be a bigger villain than I, th- I think, I think that, I'm at. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that the call is coming from inside the house or the head, as yeah. it were. I think that that's what it, it could be interesting to see if ha- if Harrow had this same thing happen to him. I mean, we certainly haven't gotten a little bit. I, I don't know if we have enough time to tell that story, but if you know, if Harrow is the is the personality that was the villain personality of of you know his version of being yeah. indebted to Conchu, um, you know, he certainly has enough venom in him. You know, speaking to Conchu at the end of this episode, um, 
you know, our, our choices are limited and the narrative time we have left is not much. So a lot's going to happen in the next 180 minutes or 120 minutes of, of time uh, in this series. So I am indeed, I'm, I'm more excited. I think now after talking about it than I was after watching it. Yeah. So, that's how this usually works. Except for with Avatar. That's true. Cause that, mm. <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't get there we haven't gotten there yet by the time we sit down to do this next week snark we could have legitimately we will either be on the verge of watching multiverse of madness or having just seen multiverse of madness mm. or one of us having seen multiverse of madness and really trying not hard very hard to not spoil it for the other one <laughs> but I have to say, it's it's an exciting time. It's a very busy time in the House of Nerd family. Um, so, as a reminder, if you've made it this far into the episode, first congratulations. of congratulations, you have reached level twelve of Jumanji. Congratulations! Um, you still haven't escaped the game, though. It, it, just a reminder: the game starts every Monday. If you get, if all of a sudden there is a, a random episode of Avatar in your feed, um, don't panic. We did not all of a sudden become huge Avatar fans. You will know. Yeah, you, yeah it will be very apparent by the episode. The episode. Um, you know, as, as previously stated, we are um, pending the arrival of a new member of our House of Nerd family. So, um, you know, that could happen at any point now. Um, and if it does... It might be happening now as the scholar walks away from his microphone. It could be. It could like, be. My wife has texted me during this uh, during this episode, telling me she does not feel great. Um, so, it, also it, known as the state of growing a tiny human, tiny human inside your tummy, yeah, uh, or other parts. Um, but I mean, I, usually I, it works in right around there. I know where the babies come from. Uh, that's uh, I do know you know where it comes out? <sighs> I think I'm going to have a crash course on that pretty soon, bud. I uh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> that that will that will indeed happen. Very we both went to we both went to you know Christian school, so they don't teach that. <laughs> no, I'm about to get taught the school of life. Yeah, uh, they're like, and then a baby is given to you. Did you bring enough cigars for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem like this doesn't seem accurate. And like, no, it is. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they told us. Hey, attention with the diocese. Hey, attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We appreciate you guys. Don't ask questions. We're, we're very thankful for you. Um, you know, we, we continue hmm. to see the growth and the, the appreciation that you guys show for us. We are. I will say, do you know how you get out of the game of Jumanji? You keep listening to House of Nerd? You go rate and review. That's right. <laughs> you rate and review the House of Nerd podcast. Please. If so you that have... more, you can suck more people into this, uh, into this game. I'm telling you, like, it's a weird thing to ask for people to be like, tell me how good I am. But like, it works. Some of I don't, don't, don't tell me, tell other people how good we are. That's the, that's the idea. You guys are doing it for us. We are eternally. We're at least, we're at least on the, you know, at least we project that we're arrogant enough to, <laughs> to know that we're just good. <laughs> I agree. But right below that service surface of projection is just vast depths of insecurity. But right. So crippling insecurity crippling anxiety but we will go read those reviews and we will pretend for all intents and purposes that oh yeah that's pretty cool man uh do this for the other people uh, also do it for us i came back around full circle yeah do it for everybody do it for us though mostly but, um, but mostly for the crippling insecurity that's what a therapist <laughs> would call 
anxiety. Um, Indeed. Itself. So, ah. until next week, and maybe a couple of weeks, um, but until a undetermined amount of time. There until be- until later. Every Monday in your feed. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate y'all. Have a great week, everybody. And we will let the snark take us out as he always does. May the force be with you. We'll talk to you guys next week. You were right that I want you. But in the end, he left us no choice. Now, he's tethered to this place. Like many before him. Can he hear us? We think so, yes. secret. I enjoyed dealing out pain on your behalf. That is the greatest sin I carry. I am grateful. Had you not broken me so completely, I might never have known the value of healing. Thank you.